Today on National Cheeseburger Day, September 18th, we go around the league and speak on the things that jumped out to us on week one in the NFL. But before we dive in, we'll take care of some housekeeping from the kickoff show last week. In an error on my part, I forgot the changes to the NFL playoffs. Starting this season, we will have a third wild card and there will only be one first round bye given to the number one seeds in the AFC and the NFC. So let's go. We got a couple more picks to make. We'll go with the NFC starting off. Craig G, who you got in the NFC? I'm going to have to go with Kai Lamari. Kyler Murray is going to do it. Uh, The Cardinals, I think they're going to be legit. Uh, I don't think they're going to be great, but I think they're going to be good enough to make it to the playoffs. Uh, Kyler Murray is going to be running, scrambling, extending plays, hitting Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, I think they're going to ball. Mm, Calamari, the appetizer. I'm, that's what I'm going to call him, the appetizer. Calamari, all right. I can see that. We see him this week with the, with the Washington football team. Uh, 2K. Dude, don't ever give me that nickname. The appetizer? No, thank you. <laughs> but <laughs> respect to your pick, Craig G. I'm going to go with uh, – so listen – since y'all aren't going to let me amend my original pick and take those those birds out of the NFC East and put the Washington football team up there. Unfortunately, I still have to pick the, the team that I did want to put in that third wild card spot, which is going to be Alice. Yes, I call them Alice because they have no D. And that's who I'm picking to go in there as the third <laughs> wild card team. Uh, unfortunately, I can't amend it. If I was going to amend it, I would put us as the division leaders. But I'm going to I'm going to be a man of my word. I'm going to stick with the, the little Eagles pick that I made earlier. And then uh, Alice is bringing up the rear in the third wild card spot. Mm. So, do you have a Washington football team in the playoffs? Yes, just not in this iteration <laughs> of my. <laughs> if we look. If... If we look across the board, I have somewhere, somehow, some way, I have them in the playoffs. It's just not here on this particular platform. I apologize. Hail to the Washington football team. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Song, who you got in the NFC? I was hating on uh, Tom Brady last week, but I wasn't really. So I'm going to give him a little love today. I'm going to pick the Bucks to be that third pick. Tampa. Okay. I can see that. I mean, I did have them coming in also. I think they'll get things worked out or whatever, but be, be good enough or whatever. I think they're getting there. For me, I'm going to stay in the AFC uh, NFC South also and, and go with the Falcons. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Matty Ice. You know, we are BC. So go ahead and uh, represent and uh, get Matty Ice in there to be, to, to be in there with us. So that's it for the NFC. Craig G, who you got in the AFC is that third wild card spot? AFC, probably with nobody else's thinking. I'm going with the Browns. I think uh, Baker Mayfield's doing all right. Uh, OBJ, he's going to be balling. Uh, I think they may actually have the best run game in the league. With Chubb and Hunt, I think that if they just run those two dudes, I mean, I think they'll be in the playoffs. I'm going with the Browns. Mm, the Brownies, okay, okay. Keeping Taking it to Cleveland, all right. 2K, who you got in the AFC? Uh, this hurts me, man. I I gotta pick the Colts, which means there's gonna be at least one playoff game with Philip Rivers 
down four, a minute 24 seconds left, 98 yards to go, no timeouts. And as Craig G said, crying on the sideline. <laughs> it's like <laughs> crying on the sideline. He definitely will be. Hey, two K, I mean you called it week one. We we not even going we not even going front and act like you didn't call it and then it happened the very next week or even what a day later really. It was like right. you know we, we recorded on Saturday and boom look at it but right there. Listen, I as much as I like to be right, that's not even I don't even deserve credit for that. All I did was watch the Chargers ever since Philip Rivers has been there. And that's all they did. So I just figured he would take that right to Indy, man. It was crazy. Oh, man, it's good stuff. Hey, take them wins when you can get them. So you got that one. 2K did call all that. So now you're going back to Indy. Uh, I had Indy in there, too. And so the song, song, who do you have for your third team in the AFC wild card? Yeah, I have the Chargers. So I picked the Ravens, the Texans. And I'm going to add the Chargers. I think they can beat anybody, but they could also lose to anybody. So the regular season, they'll be good enough to get that spot. But I don't see them going anywhere after that. Perfect description of a wild card team, by the way. No, 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 <laughs> not even joking. They can beat anybody and they can lose to anybody is exactly what a wild card team is. Like, dude, you don't want to play them, but you you want to play them. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Wild card. You never know, baby. Tyrod, you got Tyrod out there. I'm going to go I'm going to go ahead and, and and go with the Bills. In in the AFC, the third seed, they got the um the Bills repeating or not repeating, but going to the playoffs two years in a row. Um so I, I think they're going to do a little something, got a solid defense enough to, you know, keep them in the games and uh their division isn't the best. I mean, they're going up against the Patriots, but other than that, you know, they'll probably still get four wins most likely. So now they got to get another four or five and they'll be all right. So I'm going with the Bills. So there we go. That's our playoffs, the new new season, the COVID season. If we if we get there, we always got to put that out there. We might not make it. <laughs> if we get there, we'll see a third, um, a third team there. So week one, we're here. NFL is back. You know, NFL is back. And we're going to say back to life, <laughs> back to reality. Tom Brady, back to reality down there in Tampa. Uh, the new Florida man, you know, 2K is is in back home, in the home state, in the free state, back up in Maryland. But down there with him, his boy is, is Tom Brady. Tommy down there, and he didn't look good that first game. You know, some will say to be expected. I kind of did expect that. They went up against the Saints, and they looked to be overmatched. Uh, Tom had a couple picks. It looked like a miscommunication. Bruce Arians did say it was on Tommy. <laughs> it wasn't on the receiver. And then you also had a pick six um, pick six from Brady um, in there, uncharacteristic for him. Craig G, Tom Brady in Tampa, what you think? All right, KG. Tom Brady is going to be Tom Brady. Not the great Tom Brady. He's going to be the Tom Brady that I called out. This guy is old. He's the, a system guy. So Belichick hid his flaws. Now that he's not with him, guess what? We're going to see all the flaws come out. Everybody's going to see it. And right now, he's looking like he's not that great. I mean, he went down to Tampa. They got all the weapons. But guess what? They're not winning. And he's going to be on the sideline crying going at his teammates, going at his coaches, watch. It's going to happen. So he was Tom terrific for some, you know, while he was up in, in Boston. Now you're saying he's terrible Tom? 
well, like I said, he, he's not terrible. He's good in the system. The system was made for him. This system down in Tampa is not. So everybody thinks, hey, he can just be great and go anywhere and win. Not the case. Mm, 2K, will he turn around? What, what, what you thinking? Man, that's a compelling argument, Craig G. That's, you know, because you're absolutely right. Because at this advanced age, he is good in a good system. And while I'm I'm the one banging the, the drum saying Brady's going to be Brady, and I mean, I'm going to be right more times than I'm wrong, hopefully. I just don't. I, look, it's week one. So I'm going to just go with that right now. Uh, unfortunately, I heard KG say he uncharacteristically threw a pick six. I looked at the stats, and the man threw a pick six in the last three games. So it's starting to become characteristically like it's it's starting to be, become who you are. What's what's it's the movie? My man said. My man said, if you lose enough times, what you are is a loser. <laughs> He's starting <laughs> to become that. However, I will give him a pass because we are kind of glossing over the fact that. You know, for the last 15 years, I mean, what you gonna do? You gonna pick against New Orleans at home in the opener? No, you. I don't even need to know anything about who they're playing. Give me the, give me the game. New Orleans at home, week one. All right. You, you remember who did beat them? You, you do you do you ever remember who did beat them in week one <laughs> about six years uh, ago? <laughs> RG three and the kids down there. I remember. You well, put I, that I, thing I on that very well. It took a generation. It took a generational talent. <laughs> and it took and it took no previous tape on him in the pros to do it. So yeah, you're exactly right. It took something exactly like that to do it, and Brady did not have it. All the miscommunications. Listen, Bruce Arians might be doing the the thing where he's like, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust my guy to take the leadership role and say, hey, look, it's on me. But who knows who that miscommunication was on? Whether so, if Brady either had one pick or he had two that were directly uh, related to what he didn't do correctly. But they they just didn't look good as a team, man. I I I'm not gonna sit here and and, and make excuses. They didn't look good week one. Mm, well, that wasn't convincing there. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't. <laughs> you no. didn't you you didn't convince me to the day. I, I had them in the playoffs. I don't know, but uh, I think they'll they'll get something together. But I mean, it's it's hard to you know what I'm saying put lipstick on that thing right there. I mean, it it, it was ugly, you know. So. Um, Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians did come out and say that it was on um, Tommy. You know that Mike Evans did run the right route and he threw the wrong, the wrong thing. He was crossing his face and he floated it up. That's what they said. And the pick six was clearly on him. It was late and it was there. So you're saying that the age is catching up. He's slipping. You know and yeah, do this, do this. Dude, dude, this song's age, man. It's Thomas <laughs> Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Like, the dude is washed, man. I'm sorry. I, I agree, but he's still talking. Right. Today. I thought we was rooting for old players. Now, all of a sudden, we, we you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, but y'all don't want me to, man. Y'all want me to, y'all want me to go put with dirt on. I mean, you called me old last week, me and Drew Brees, you know what I'm saying? Song was old. No, again. I, I mean, that. I know, and I went to the barbershop today and found three extra gray hairs, so I'm, I'm with y'all now. Now we rooting. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Song, is, is Brady going to do it? What you think? I think it's just game one. That's all I can say. There's there's no sample size. We don't know what's going on yet. Just like the Washington football team, I love them. I'm rooting for them, but after game one, what, are we really leading the the division? I guess we yes, are. Yes, yes, yes. What do you mean? Are we really? Yes. You know. So, 
Yes. 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 The Washington <laughs> football team is, and it's they're they're leading the way I said with the defense. So that's what's going to happen. We we're going to get to that later. They are first place. So now we're going to go where Brady left. We're going to go up to New England and with Cam. So Cameron Jarrell Newton is there. Two touchdowns, the first game. Uh, I said it was going to be the playoff offense for Belichick, but I think Craig G, you know, had alluded to it that this is what he had been waiting for, and now he has a dual-threat quarterback. He can do a lot of things. Um, something that I think we will see will probably be the playoff thing now that I've seen something more is that the gadget plays, the trick plays, I mean, they're going to reach deep in that bag, you know what I'm saying, to give you something that you've never seen before. We know that they go week to week with the playbook, but we know that Cam is going to be running some. Um, we know that, and we know that the, uh, their running game is going to be better, and they probably going to have these more low-scoring games. I mean, they might end up being somewhat like the Ravens where they'll put some points on you with how that system works, but they probably going to try and grind it out um, and then play that good defense that they do have uh, Belichick over there. So, Craig G, Cam in New England, how is it looking? I mean, he looked like I thought he was going to look in New England. I mean, they're building the system around this guy, and it's going to work. This is what Belichick does. He built it around Tom Brady. He had his backups. Even when Tom Brady went out, they came in, and they were balling. So he doesn't miss with whoever he's got as a quarterback. He's going to keep rolling. And, I mean, who doesn't want to go with Cam? I mean, come on now. Dude's a freak. So, yeah, they're going to roll. The, the, the Patriots are back, 2K? Yeah, back. They never left, dog. I mean, and this is one of the things that's like you said You said last week. It sounds like we all believe in it as a system thing. The system is there. We do believe in Bill. I think we all do believe in Bill, and some of us believe, well, some of me believe <laughs> more in Brady than, than, than you guys do. But we did all pick the Pats to go big in the division. Part of that was picking the Pats. And the most of that was picking against everybody else in the division. So you got still got the best coach in the division, even when you lose Brady, in my opinion. They, the Pats did exactly what we expected them to do. The question, I guess, is going to be if that if that that scheming that he brings, if he puts everything together every year. Look, listen, Craig Craig G just said whatever quarterback he has. Oh, it's whatever player he has. Y'all don't remember? We sometimes don't talk about the the running back. Remember that running back he had that just. It was like a truck driver or something crazy like that. He just brought that in. No, he was a stand-up comedian. Stand-up comedian just came in and was like leading the league in rushing for like three weeks. Just, it's crazy. Like, that's what Bill does. He just, he can plug anybody in. He can, but I mean, he's plugging in a former MVP with Cam. So I think, you know what I'm saying? He's, I, I said this before also that um, Cam is an upgrade over Brady. Yeah, I said it. Cam is an upgrade over Brady. At this point, that's an upgrade for them. So that's what you're going to see is them doing some things uh, more and, and differently than what they've done in the past. But uh, at this point, this is an upgrade for them. Uh, song, Cam, how you feel? I feel good. I think the, the one thing that I took away from that game was they didn't try to overdo it, right? They didn't try to make him do something he's not comfortable doing. It's efficient scored when he saw opportunity and that was it right like he's not gonna do Matty Ice 40 times down the field he doesn't have the receivers or the or the chemistry yet probably but 
hey, you see an opening, just take it. Keep it efficient. Win the game. Yeah, that's what uh, we're going to see with uh, Cam in New England. Now we're going to keep it moving, and we're going to go to Lamar and the Ravens. They rolling. They look like they picked up where they left off in the regular season. So they rolling. Um, came out, put it on the uh, on the Browns. Uh, they didn't really have a shot. Uh, Lamar looks like, you know, he's um, doing it. And I believe, you know, he's putting in the work and doing what he needs to do to fine-tune his game and get better. Craig G, the Ravens, they, they, they rolling? I mean, the Ravens, I think, are going to be right there pushing to get to the Super Bowl. I, I truly believe in this team with Lamar Jackson. I mean, this dude is dynamic. Like, seriously, he's unbelievable. So people hated on him before, said he wasn't accurate. We saw last season. Dude is accurate. He can throw. He can run. He can do it all. So the only thing is to keep him healthy. If he stays healthy, oh, he's going to be a problem. Yeah, his health, I think that's the one thing that everybody keeps looking for, for him to get hurt. Is like uh, the other thing I've also said is, it's football. Everybody gets hurt. <laughs> it's like, if, if you don't get hurt, it's kind of, you know, an anomaly, really. But, I mean, the expectation is somebody's going to get hurt at some point. But uh, Lamar do, is doing his thing, and they seem like they found a system for them that's going to work. Um, 2K. Man, listen. This is this is wild. The, the Ravens, KG, I think you summed it up perfectly. They, they just kept on rolling. Like, they took that regular season – that, that, see, it's, it's something about getting bounced in the playoffs that some teams recover from, and some teams just take that and they just say, "Oh, we got beat down." And they take that as a continuous beating and they continually go down. Yeah, they took that team. That, that team took that and they said, "Oh no, nah, this isn't an L as in a loss. This is an L as in a lesson." And so we're gonna go right back. We still got the best, one of the most dynamic players in the league. And again, I would have them in the Super Bowl in a world where the Kansas City Chiefs didn't exist. That's it. <laughs> like, it's not a knock to say they're not the they're not the best team, you know, right now when that team exists. So yeah, they, they're going to be good. And by the way, they can beat that team. They can beat that team. Everything got everything has to fire correctly for them on all cylinders and everything. But yeah, they can beat that team too. We all seem like we like the Chiefs in that that matchup. But yeah, none of us would be like, I can't believe we saw this. We never saw this coming. If you know that the Ravens win that instead of the Chiefs, so. Yeah, they know what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Song. So you you had the the doubts about Lamar. So if if there was one person who was like they don't know, Song, you the man. So what did you see in that that first game? Yeah, the fact that he played through the fourth quarter was was problematic for me. I think when you're talking about injuries, everybody's going to get hurt. But every minute left on the field for no reason seems like a like an unnecessary risk, especially when your backup is RG three. Right? Like, did he not bring his history bio with him? Right? Like, come on now. That's all I'm going to say. Like, I wish him health, but it's, like you said, football is all about injuries. I mean, that's the song. You you took it from, you know what I'm saying? You thought he was going to get hurt. Then you was like, well, damn, we can't let him get hurt because RG3 is the backup. So it was like, I ain't even hear that when you said that the first time. I clearly heard you right there saying it. All hell's going to break loose if, if Lamar goes down. So, you know, anytime they up by 21, you know, they need to sit them or whatever. But 
Uh, I Madden don't have rules. Madden, he's saying Madden rules, KG. You got to pass the stick. I'll, you up I'll by 21? I, that's what Song said. Isn't that their interpretation you got? Yeah, yeah it is. Because he did say, especially with RG3. You know, like, wow. Okay. You know, that was like, you know, whatever the pick you had. You know, well, I'm going to change it because Chuck said it. You know, well... I'm gonna I'm take him out because I got this backup back here. I, I can't, <laughs> I can't let him. I heard it the same way, though. I heard right. it the same way. I thought it was me. <laughs> I said, "Dang, all right, well, we're gonna keep it moving um, and just give you, you know, what I'm saying our thoughts." Well, no, we're gonna hop over and go to the Washington Football Team, first place in the NFC East, amid turmoil. Nobody thought it was going, you know, was going to happen. You know, we got. Uh, Carson Wentz, Philly coming to town, and, you know, they got up early, and then, you know, all of a sudden, they took a nosedive and went down. Washington football team, Craig G., what you think? I got them, you know, winning the NFC East, so, you know, I'm a believer. I mean, they got new energy. They got a new coach. They got a new president, and they got a top pick on the line, the defensive line, Chase Young, so... I mean, he, he's taking that defense to the next level. So, I mean, I, I'm a believer. The Washington football team is legit. Mm, legit. 2K. How you, how you feeling? Making them picks. You said that you – did you have them making the playoffs now? Yeah, man. So, here's the thing. There's a um, – I wrote it down. It's in, it's in ink. I'm gonna show it to y'all one day. Um, I got I got the <laughs> I got the Washington football team <laughs> making the playoffs, man. Now here's the thing. Listen, week one, they brought something sustainable. They brought something that we know can carry into not only throughout the whole season, but into the playoffs, in deep into the playoffs. That defense, the defensive line. Listen, you can. You can hurt a lot of teams with that because you can only withstand so much of the big boys leaning on you and the big boys running into you. Now, it does have to pair with an offense so that our own big boys don't get tired from being on the field 75% of the time. So there were a few moments in game one where it's like, all right, we don't need all this frustrating play calling where it's a bunch of three and outs because, look, we got a bunch of dogs on the defensive line. But dogs get tired too. All right, so let these let these boys enjoy some of the fruits of their their labor. So I was happy with with the effort that they put out. I think you said uh, KG that the Eagles got up early. Maybe they should have slept in, taking that extra hour, hit the snooze button or something. Man, they wasn't ready for for that second half. Man, the boys leaned on them. How many sacks was it? Eighty five. I thought. I, I think I saw the stat. <laughs> Hey, only look. eight, only eight. You was almost there. Just okay. one digit off. You know, or oh, extra digit you added. But yeah, they they, they look good, man. They came out the defense. I mean, finally did what we thought they would do. You know, front seven looking good. Chase Young. Uh, uh, for me, I remember I, I texted you. I was like that right DN with him on that right side coming at the left tackle. I mean, Jason Peters is a, is is a legit uh, left tackle. He gave him the business. You know what I'm saying? He he looked better to me um, on the right side versus the left side. I know he could do both, but he looked more natural on that side. I would put him over there all day long. And this is the best pass rusher we've had since Dexter Manley, hands down, not even close. Wow. Um, That's yeah, the- woo. And, and, and I'm going on the record again. You were absolutely right. You texted us in game live that you liked him at that position. Man, with Kerrigan on the left, 
Mm-hmm. Hey, as soon as you said it, I was like, he's not even in the game. You was like, no, listen, watch. That's that yeah. man. That setup is perfect, but bro, you called that one. Thank you, there, brother, for for acknowledging that. You know, that's hard sometimes, but yeah, hey. We're going to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's not hard to, you know what I'm saying, black men to, you know what I'm saying, you know, congratulate each other and, and, and recognize their victory. <laughs> so That's it. That's it. I appreciate that song. What'd now, what about, about, now what about song? I know. Let's, let's congratulate this black man. <laughs> I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, right? It's only game. It's only one game, man. It reminds me of, uh, since we didn't have a preseason, it reminds me of all the preseason wins we had back starting back with Spurrier when I was so happy. I couldn't wait for the season to start. And then, boom. So I'm just trying to not get my heart broken. So I'm cautiously optimistic. Song, I can't believe you just said that dude's name, man. You just said that, oh, I'm not even gonna repeat it. So what I do want to harp on though, is the thing you just mentioned, winning week one is so important. Since 2007, 98 teams have started 0-2. Only 12 of those teams have made the playoffs. And guess what? The the best way to start off 0-2 is to start off 0-1. And we've been doing that since 2014. (laughs) And so it just feels good. I know it's only week one, but we've lost every week one game since 2014. I'm like, is it really 2020? It's been six years since we won. Bro, when the season starts, you start off with an L. Nah, man, especially with no preseason. Like, come on, man, give us a dub. Like, not just the one on the side of the helmet. Give us a W, and we went and got that thing. So I I understand it's just one win, but it kind of feels like a little bit more when you look at that. Um, I think Song 2K, y'all might be on to something. So if Song said this is the preseason and we really do well in the preseason, hey, we might be right there 4-5-0, and oh, you know what I'm saying? And then... By the time we hit the nose dive and then boom, we back up. All right, so we could easily. I can see that. I see where y'all are going with that. I like that. You know what I'm saying? I think y'all on to something there. So the only other thing I want to add about Chase Young is that I forgot to mention earlier was that um, you have a lot of the the when you're picking a first overall top pick, second he was the second pick overall is that um, Bill Polian. Um, uh, text that was down there with the with the uh, with with the Cowboys. They say when you're picking that high, you're expecting a Hall of Fame player. You're expecting a gold jacket when the guy you're picking first, second overall. Chase Young. They're saying everybody graded him out and was like, this dude looks like he's going to should be a gold jacket player. Week one, I can see it. Now I'm not saying that he, you know, what I'm saying did everything great. But I can see greatness in him, and we shouldn't have any issues getting to the quarterback. Um, Del Rio really should be putting that there. And the other thing I'm going to add and elevate him and say that he should be in the um, defensive player of the year discussion because he's going to get to the quarterback that much. Yeah, yeah, he could definitely do that. And this is my thing when you say it's just the first game. It's just his first game. He's going to get better. That's the thing. It, it, you know, <laughs> this dude is starting out that well on his first NFL game. I mean, sky's the limit. He's going to do it. Yeah, they, they took a half a sack from him. I thought they had two sacks in there, but they gave him a half and split it up. But uh, a, a sack and a half, that, that's straight or whatever. So we're going to finish up, you know, week one and just give you a couple uh, things that, you know, jumped out to us that we wanted to, 
you know, uh, talk about Craig G. What what uh, caught your eye? Huh, what caught my eye was the the Chiefs and Texans game. Uh, before the game even started, of course, we have you know the Black Lives Matter movement. I know people don't want to use the movement, but they're trying to bring everybody together in unity. And they had the team lock arms across the field, and the fans booed them for this. It really made no sense whatsoever. Not only that, they had fans there, which made no sense. So you got the fans there during the pandemic. You say you weren't going to have it, but you did. And then you're booing them uh, for unity. It's like, what's really going on, man? It's like, no matter what we're doing to to protest or just try to put things positively with this movement to fight against racism and they're against it no matter what you do. So, I don't know. That's that's what I saw. But everything else with the with the game, I love them. Yeah, that was that was tough there. And then you the what a positive test also <laughs> from from that that they were <laughs> Kansas City and Jacksonville, the only two uh teams that admit fans, what did you say happening? Yes, a fan left the game, tested positive. So now everybody's in quarantine that was around that person. So, I, again, why would you have the fan there? It makes no sense, but that's what they did. And surprise, people got COVID. Yeah, just a terrible one right there. So, uh, 2K, any takeaway for you from week one? Yeah, KG. Listen, I, I guess I couldn't get myself past the optics, man. It's so hilarious that the whole COVID quote unquote safety protocols is purely optics. It's like, why we got coaches on the, why we got Andy Reid over there with a with a face mask on, all fogged up, looking terrible. That you can't do that to the big coach, man. Like, I know he did it to himself. He chose the the face mask. I mean, the the face shield instead of the mask. But don't be because you know how it is. You got the big guy up there breathing heavy, <sighs> and then his face mask all fogging up. And then what do the coaches do? They got the mask on, but when they want to yell at the refs, they got to pull it down. When they want to yell at their players to communicate something that's halfway across the field, they got to pull it down. Then what's the point of social distancing and all this other stuff? And then seven seconds later, we hugged up, tackling, holding hands in the huddle. Come on, man. It's all optics. Like, just let's make sure we look like we're doing the right thing, but... We're just doing the same thing that all the people who don't want to socially distance. <laughs> but listen, if you're tested and everybody's clean and you're all good, okay. If you're clean and I'm clean, then we can tackle one another and we'll still end up clean. It's just why we got this other dude in here. Oh, because he wants to root for us and bring us some extra <laughs> ingredients into our little soup that we got here. So they clearly didn't learn from the NBA bubble. And just limit all that access, man. You got to limit all that stuff. But I just thought it was funny because the optics are like, let's make sure these coaches still have masks on. And then you know what they're doing, pulling the mask down, yelling at people's faces. And who, what coach do you know that doesn't spit in their players' faces while they're talking? <laughs> <laughs> Not one in your life. <laughs> right. And, and your man, Andy Reid, you're, so, you're right about that because – um, you know that Andy is 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 a forward thinker and, and everything is planned out. I mean, he's from that Bill Walsh system and they everything is, is planned and itemized and everything. So you mean to tell me 
Andy wasn't in there at a practice with that thing on and it fogged up. I knew it fogged up then too. So it was like, almost like he doing that on purpose. You know what I'm saying? It's a joke, you know? Right. <laughs> this big old fogged up mask, get my, get, get my, uh, my, my uh, menu and uh, call these plays up, you know, through this shield or whatever. So I thought that was pretty funny with Andy and that. Um, hey, hey, shout out, shout out to Andy Reid on, uh, with the menu on National Cheeseburger Day though. Come on, man. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Always, we know Andy loved them, them burgers too. You know that. Hamburger. <laughs> Hamburger. So for me, it was uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, you know, came out the gates and, you know, out west kind of gets forgotten. Um, although they do get a lot of shine, but the, the West Coast don't always get the love. They get, I can tell you that Russell Wilson will be bigger than, even more, even big, more bigger than what he is if he was on the East Coast, for sure. You know, Even saying? more bigger. That's what I'm even talking about. Bigger. Yeah, we all, <laughs> we all picked him. So we know he's a baller. Everybody right. in here picked him. So yeah, dude's legit. Right. We, we did. We all love Russell, but I'm, I got to give him shout out. Four touchdowns, you know, first game for me. I'm saying he's already in first place for me starting out after week one in that MVP because we know they typically try to do the, the quarter mark, the halfway point, whatever, on down the line. But, yeah, first game out the gates, I mean, Russell Wilson's balling as usual. Mr. You know Unlimited. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that thing's so corny. Oh, so man. there we go. So that's the, that's the NFL week one. We're going to keep it moving. We're going to go over to tennis. Naomi Osaka wins her second U.S. Open and supports Black Lives Matter at a at a level that we haven't seen. Um, definitely not in tennis, for sure. Um, so salute to her for um, doing what she did to bring awareness and to use her platform for good, where she has seven different masks with seven different people who have been, you know, killed by police brutality. So shout out to her, salute to that. Craig G, any thoughts on that? I like the way she did it. Cause she's, she's a very um, quiet person. She's not very uh, animated and, and talkative. So the, the match did it all. She had the names on there, came out, won her matches. And then after she won, I mean, during the interview, they were like, you know, what were you trying to say? Uh, what was your message? And she asked them. What did you think it was? Like, what you saw what I was doing. Did you did you get anything from that? Did you take anything away from that? So I like how she flipped it on a reporter to, to say, hey, you know, we're out here doing it. Are you paying attention? Do you get it, what we're doing? And I think that's very important because the people, they see us talking, they see us protesting, they see, you know, what we're doing, but are they actually listening? And I think a lot of them aren't. They just want to go against the grain and say, yeah, nah, you know, you shouldn't be out here uh, rioting and all this stuff. It shouldn't be violence. Okay, well, guess what? We're doing that. But they seem to always still have issues with it, no matter how we do it. So I think it was strong how she said, are you listening? Yeah, that was that was that was powerful on how she flipped it, and it it um I was I kind of thought I know ne- nobody else probably thought this, but I was like maybe she listened to Victory Formation. I mean, two K likes to you know what I'm saying pose questions and, and throw it back with a well let me uh let's ponder this you know, so uh she went with your with your style with that two K. Did you pick up on that? 
Oh, listen, I loved it. Absolutely loved it because actually she did. She did the best thing you can do in that situation. If we're starting a conversation, once I, one one of the things that happens in a conversation is <laughs> we there's a dialogue that happens between one or one or more parties. It goes back and forth. And one of the best things to get that going, get that ball rolling, is a question. And so while she was asked a question, which she could have easily answered, she asked the question back and said, okay, what did you get from it? That would let me determine the level of reach that I had. Like, was it roar or reach? Was I just making a statement or was I starting the conversation? And this is going to further that. Yo, I'm so floored by her at a young age with the ability to use that platform, man. It's just literally I haven't seen a post of hers since that happened that hasn't kind of brought tears to my eyes or at least given me like goosebumps where it's like, Dude, y'all don't understand. Uh, this is this is impactful. This is this is like she and then she even added the humility of like, like, and I don't know if it's false humility, and I'm not going that far with her because it's it's real. She said, "I got seven masks for seven different names," and she said, "I hope to make the final so that y'all can see all seven. Like she said that early on, like, like it's not a given. We've seen our great our greatest players in different sports. Like, imagine if, you know what I'm saying, you got players in different sports saying, I'm going to wear a different sneaker on every different round of the playoffs, and then in the finals, I'm going to have it. Well, everybody can't make it. <laughs> I love the fact that she was even humble enough to say, I hope I make it to the finals so that you guys can see all seven names. And if you guys saw the interview where where she won and you got the the families of, of, of a couple of the victims calling, you know, I guess they made a recording, and they played it for her. Like, she was just stoic and just looked at it, it was just like, wow, that's so powerful. I was over there boo-hooing like, man, y'all don't understand. This is this is impact. This is what we're talking about. And it's the grand stage, like you said, Craig G. You can't help it. You got to look at it now because we're going to put it on the front. We're going to put it on the front page. So, yeah, you, you thought you could just ignore it. It doesn't affect you. But guess what? It affects you today because with your U.S. Open Championship, with your Wimbledon championship, with every cha- hey, whatever you got, I got a story to tell. You want to listen to me? I love it. Absolutely love it. Yes, salute to Osaka on that one. And I think for her being still fairly new and and young in her career and and young herself, that's the impact too. Because that's obviously who is more disproportionately impacted by this stuff. And she's. You know what I'm saying? Not far removed from, you know what I'm saying, being there. You know what I'm saying? She's new. I remember when she what won and was like, ah, I can't believe I got, you know, I got how much um a few years ago. So it was um, you know what I'm saying, good to see her. She's real, she seems genuine, and this is an extension of that. So she hasn't given us any reason to not believe her. So um again, salute to her. And now we're gonna keep it moving and flip it over to the NBA playoffs. The Clippers choke. An absolute choke job right there by Doc, uh, Leonard, and PG-13. I mean, they just <laughs> didn't come out with had – had the game right there. One game they needed to finish it. They couldn't do it. And I think we got to really look at and analyze Doc. I'm sorry. I mean, it has to be said. You know, you had your team with the big three in Boston – out of the out of the timeout, he seems like he always got something dialed up no matter where he is. I'ma give him that. But now when you got the pieces, you gotta produce. You know what I'm saying? You gotta produce. You can't come out here and and, and lose like that. 
Kawhi, you you was the man. Everybody, you know what I'm saying, put you up. You was being elevated. You was ready to be the heir apparent. And then not even a fourth quarter like that, but just a closeout game where you don't even show up. Uh, PG-13, I mean, come on, man. I'm just, I was never really a believer in him. Whenever they said, you know, I was like, really? Y'all bringing him like he supposed to do something? And I don't wasn't voicing that <laughs> to everybody then, but it was just like, I never really believed in him. So I was always like, ah, Paul George, I ain't really feeling him like that. So I'm not surprised that he didn't show up again. So uh, uh, the Clippers, being the Clippers, Clippers clippering. So what you got, Craig G? Man, they look so fraudulent. Um, and it's crazy because I almost picked them. I was like, they had some energy going into playoffs. I was like, oh yeah, they could do something. I'm glad I stuck with the Lakers. I went with my heart with LeBron, King James, and they're doing it. And I mean, I, Paul George, what happened? Kawhi, what happened? Doc, what happened? You had him on the ropes. You had it. You going to the, you know, the next round, and y'all blew that three-one. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I don't know. It, like you said, people were talking about Kawhi. He's the next next guy up. He's looking like greatness. No. He looks like New Balance. Like a joke out there. Come on now. Ain't nobody wearing New Balance playing basketball. What are you talking about, dude? Get out of here. Mm. Hey, that, hey, that, hey. <laughs> that, was a, that was a suspect move by him. I don't know who advised him on that, but, I mean, you would even been like, just get out of that deal. Come on, Kawhi. Like, uh, I... Come on, man. He's a fun guy. <laughs> He's a fun guy. All right. Well, listen. Let me let me let me jump in here real quick because I because I feel like I was kind of the one banging the drum at least on the on the Kawhi front because I like them. I like them. I, I say like this in past tense. I like them this season. I like them as a player overall. Listen, because I respect and love defense so much. I mean, again, if you ask me who my favorite player right now is, it's actually not him, but it's LeBron because of the fact that he has for for so long done offensive and defensive things. And plus, LeBron is just a big 6'8", slash 6'9", however you want to call it, whatever day of the week, point guard. And I love point guards. But Kawhi, he, he, he normally does everything else. The problem is Kawhi had a stretch of – he has a couple of years that if you put those years together – He's one of the best players on both ends of the court. And I know I've heard players lament, especially, you know, the old school players saying, well, there's no such thing as both sides of the basketball. The basketball is round. Listen, there's a bunch of guys out there that can score the ball but cannot play defense, and that means they're not bringing it up. Plus, there's that other part where it's like, okay, there's hustle play. We've seen, as of today's date, we saw Jimmy Butler as a non-superstar take over a game where he didn't really take over, but he made two huge defensive plays that were demoralizing to the other team. And it's like Kawhi used to do that for me where I was like, all right, I want to see it. The thing is, if you can't bring that consistently, you're you're opening yourself up to all of the, like, the criticism. Like, Doug, imagine a LeBron James-led team and LeBron and his number two scoring zero points in a playoff loss that's a game seven where I mean obviously technically they're not on not at home because it was a computer digitally uh, however they printed their their logo on the court 
but come on, man. Like, you, you're not getting off scot-free. PG-13, by the way, uh, some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. You're absolutely right. My son is 11. I'm not showing him how to play like you, Paul George. That is the perfect nickname, PG-13. You are a ch- dude, that is, that playoff P moniker, got to go. It's trash. Throw that away. Your playoff P must mean dog, you must be going to the bathroom. That's the playoff P. <laughs> That's all it is. I don't know what to tell you. Number one. Like, <laughs> it's trash, man. Just get that guy out of there altogether. And then, uh, on a serious note, though, KG, Doc Rivers, that's 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 complex because we got Doc Rivers the player, we got Doc <laughs> Rivers the the Hall of Fame coach, and now we got Doc Rivers. How could you not get this team to where they need to be? At least get them to the game. Look, dog, if y'all lose next round to the Lakers, we can be like, man, of course you lost to LeBron and AD. You 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 mm-hmm. lost a three one lead. Nah, man, they, you you we got we got we got questions we got got to answer. And by the way, Steve Ballmer now got to figure out if he got to fire Doc Rivers. What a tough position for him, too. <laughs> the hype man of the L.A. Clippers. <laughs> what happened to, uh, was it Frankie Munez? Wasn't he the first? <laughs> what, he was the old school, uh, uh, hanging <laughs> with Mr. Cooper. Was it, was he the, 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 who was the, the Clippers fans? Mark Curry. Mark Curry, right. Mark Curry. <laughs> weren't, they, weren't they Clipper people, Clipper fans? I know Frankie definitely was. Malcolm yeah, in the middle, sure. he was He was definitely a Clippers fan, the, the first one, but... Um, I don't know what happened Frankie with him. Frankie Muniz? Ain't that his name? <laughs> is that his name? What is his name? Oh my. Is that his Yo, name? When is, when is the last time you seen him anywhere? What I'm saying is that that's that I'm giving you some history. The last time anybody right. of, of note there was that was the, the knuckleheads that he he right. was there sitting sitting courtside. He was nobody wanted to go to the Clippers games. You know what I'm saying? No, he that dug was, he dug deep in the bag for that. But that's yeah, that, what wow. he's saying is look how far back you had to go to find a legit Clippers fan. You don't that know no Clippers fan. Wow. You don't know. You, know, you no. might you might know a Kawhi fan. You might know a PG fan. But you don't know no Clippers fans, though. You don't know no Clippers fans. Yeah, I so, do know Kawhi and a, a Paul George. Charles Morgan Sanders. Yeah, no, I know no. that guy. I said you might, uh, yeah, you might know the, the fans of those players, but you don't know a Clippers fan. That's what I'm saying. And that's what KG was saying. So that's, get on that's board. That's what I'm saying. The only, other, <laughs> the only fan that I did know was Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> that was it. You know what I'm saying? It was Malcolm in the Middle. It was... Uh, hang with me. Oh, that one, no, was he was the Warriors, right? Because he was, yeah, he Mark Curry was with the Warriors. Mark oh, was, dang, right. bro, we even tried to give him one. We I was trying to, yeah, so I mean, that, to give him one. I tried hmm. to give him one, so I mean, we see why, you know what I'm saying? Clippers, Clipper, and then uh, that that's just a, a, a tough for them, and I don't know what they're gonna do with that. I don't know if they're gonna, I don't, I don't think Doc's gonna get fired. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he did. But I think he'll probably, you know, what I'm saying, stick with it. They'll probably stick with him and uh, roll with that. But it'll be interesting to see what moves they make. But uh, I never, when I saw that signing, I didn't believe in it. So I'm not, you know, completely shocked to say, hey, they didn't make it out. But also in that series, so we gonna move on. Jamal Murray and the Nuggets. I mean, we gotta get them they props as much as they choke. They made the plays and they ball. So Jamal Murray is a star. What uh, another forty-point game in a game seven? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Two fifty-point games in this series before that, and another forty. I mean, this dude is just balling. So at some point, we just got to get that man his props and let him have his moment because he's shining. So 
can we give Jamal Murray and the Nuggets their props for what they did in this series? I mean, you have to. They balled. I mean, like you said, he's had multiple 50-point games. Jokic as well has been balling. I mean, they, they, they're they hot. They came out and, like, it, like I said, people thought the Clippers could win the championship. And they came back from a 3-1 three, three, deficit to show, hey, who does that? 2-3-1 deficit? Come back? That's crazy. Yeah, that that doesn't happen <laughs> too often. You know what I'm saying? I don't <laughs> no, know what the doesn't. numbers are, but it can't <laughs> it's be. It's not. Yeah, that's that. Hey, listen, and the crazy part is this, though. Jamal Murray is balling. And uh, here's, why, here's why I think if we take this in perspective, we might not be as surprised. The COVID break this year was longer than a normal NBA offseason would be. Mm-hmm. So if he came back from a regular NBA offseason, he was drafted in 2016. So if he came back from this year and came back after the summer, came back and was balling like this, we would be like, yeah, he definitely took some steps over the offseason. What dog, mm-hmm. COVID forced that dude to have an offseason that everybody else had to have, and he just graduated from technically one season to the next, but still in the same season. Like, I mean, I don't know if there's been a better player in the bubble, <laughs> you know, since they since they came back. I don't know if there's been a better player all around statistically or just exciting. I mean, come on. We're watching <laughs> what? Denver? We're watching Nuggets? Mm-hmm. We're, we're not not the not the four for four. We watching the four for four. <laughs> we watching the four for four. Give me them nuggets, them spicy. No, man, that man is out there balling. So, yeah, we got. Look, but I'm saying, take that into consideration. Like that's like an off season leap from him for him. And yeah, he, he's in that next class. He he's where I thought Jason Tatum would be. No foreshadowing. <laughs> where he, where he they they both in the same round, but um, I'm I'm gonna say Murray. Um, to the point that you made earlier in terms of the uh, the Ravens, you're kind of seeing that with the Nuggets for real because the Nuggets were last year was supposed to be better than what they they really got bounced earlier than what their uh, record had indicated. So now they really are hungry because of what happened to them last year. And like you said, Murray has you know what I'm saying made a step. Um, but I think what hit what happened to them last year, he learned from that. You know what I'm saying and improved his game and. Back to what I previously said on another show where I said that, you know, this is the ultimate AAU tournament and, you know what I'm saying, watch for some upsets. And, yes, I'm going to say that my picks that are done, <laughs> so the Bucks are out of it, you know what I'm saying, that I had in it, they're, they're completely done. And so was the Rockets. So that was the, the wild card was with the Rockets. I kind of thought that uh, maybe something with L.A. with the Lakers, not the L.A. Clippers, the Lakers would have been the team that I would have picked. But I thought that – they had they I, they are suspect still to me, you know what I'm saying. With minus they got LeBron and, and AD, and that might be enough, but uh, it might not be. And Rondo, and now Rondo, now yeah, Rondo Rondo's doesn't make a difference. He, he, yeah. he is doing something. I mean that that veteran leadership. But to that, you got the one seed, the three seed in the West, the three seed and the five seed in the East. So I mean, you got some. Um, the, the wild card, the AU tournament, like I said, somewhere. That's wild card. That's wild. That, that is wild card because the NBA is notoriously chalk. The NBA exactly, is notoriously right. one two versus one two, and then right. you get to the finals, and it's going to be one versus one or one versus two. Like it's not going to be a whole lot of wiggle room in the NBA. So yeah, this is this is definitely you're right. You did say it. You said the very first thing you said. You called it that, and I was like, why are you calling it AU? Like that's what are you talking about? Nah, it's exhibition. It's 
There's, there's really no, like, we talked about the home court advantage. We talked about the sight lines with not having fans in the background and having shooting in the empty gym does make a difference. Mm-hmm. Look, Craig G can tell you from shooting at Sport Fit, he walk in the gym and <laughs> used to get picked up all the time. I'm out there actually playing ball. I'm out there doing, <laughs> warming up, stretching, doing everything. Craig would walk in and just shoot from the door. And they'd be like, hey, let, me, let me take little homie over there. I'm like, Oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Hey, if, 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 you, just... if, if you got balls to shoot from anywhere on the court and you making some, hey, somebody's going to pick you up. Right. This dog, this is so crazy. This is late 90s. This dude is shooting from like, this is three-quarter court or beyond. Just shooting from back there in warm-ups. It's not even in the game. He's just shooting <laughs> there while we warming up in between games. And they like... Yeah, let me take let me take little little light skin cuz over there. I'm like, dog, I got handles. I play defense, and you just want the dude to shoot from outside the gym. All right, you bums. I hate y'all. We on a stand job, but it's, it's accurate, man. It's the same thing. Staying in the NBA on the Eastern Conference side, you got the Celtics in the Heat. You know what I'm saying? And then we had the the block by Bam. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they was doing that at Sport Fit. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't, I don't think they was. You know what I'm saying? Getting any blocks in there like that. I know uh, Craig wasn't yam, trying to yam on nobody like that. So, uh, that but that block was, you know what I'm saying, just ridiculous by Bam. So, I mean, pretty evenly matched over there, though. I mean, I know we got, you know, 2-0 um, over there w- with the Heat, you know what I'm saying, up kind of really shocking. Like, nobody really had them being that good, did they? No, they did not. Jimmy Butler has got a, a new attitude going with that team. Everybody's ready to step up and play, make shots, do whatever they got to do to win. And you got to love that. I mean, he's not trying to take all the time. He's like, look, my, my guys with me are going to make the plays. I'm going to be out here giving it my all. Every chance that I get out here, I'm, I'm doing it. And you got to love that. I mean, the Celtics, Chuck had them going or 2k has them going nah bro they they not doing it uh tatum got got blocked that's that's gotta be the greatest block in nba history i don't care what you say that man cocked back to win the game yeah no no that that come on that block was insane so yeah i, I don't think the celtics are going to do it sorry 2k looks like they they're going to go to the trash like everybody else, stay out of here. Getting All right, so hold on, so hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna I'm I'm agree with you and disagree with you very quickly. Dog, did you really say the best block in NBA history? I right, listen. That. Okay, I heard it. Okay, I just want to make sure. I wanted to repeat it for the for the podcast record. Um, here's the thing. That was amazing, dog. I I, I cannot say that I've seen many blocks that were better, many defensive plays, period, that were better. And I, I dare say Bam Adebayo will have a better play in his profession. He won't have a better moment in his professional career. Like, I don't know if he's married and has kids, but outside of that, dog, he'll never do anything better in his life. That was amazing. Dog, defense is so beautiful to me. He met the man at the summit with his offhand, strong wrist, and you know when you dunk him, it's like, well, I don't know. Some of our listeners may not know. I I dunked once or twice in my lifetime. But when you dunk and you bring in the force and the other person got to meet that force at the peak and just reject that and send it the other way, you got to almost come with three times the amount of force. It, it's crazy to watch. I watched it in slow motion so many times. I'm looking at it like, 
how is that possible? Like, I thought they might have choreographed it. Like, they was in their hotel room. Like, dog, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a block in game one. Like, there's no way he was that good. And he was, dog. And he kept it in play, which is one of the things that the best defensive players would tell you. He didn't swat it out of bounds, and then they get the ball back and inbound it. No, he swatted it, and by the end of the play, Tatum's on the ground looking up, dumbfounded. Bam got the ball in his hands like, yeah, this is mine, dog. Oh, and but come on, man. That, that's not the best one. That's all we, I was going to say, Tatum laying on the ground after that is like the greatest thing ever. He's like in <laughs> shock. Like, how, how did I get here? What happened? <laughs> I was just about to win the game with this awesome dunk, and now I'm on the ground, and they got the ball going that, the other way. Yeah, oh, can't, awesome. be, can't can't be mad at you. Can't be mad at you. I'm not I'm not happy that my pick went the other way. I did pick Miami to beat the, the Bucks, but I did not think they were going to do this to the Celtics. I'm I'm in I'm in, I'm at a loss. KG, help me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they might do it. I mean, you still got you know what I'm saying some some other players over there. Kemba will Kemba come through and do something? I mean, is he going to turn it around? So I mean, the they Celtics too. <laughs> they got a chance. I mean, that, that happens all the time. <laughs> Typically, you know what I'm saying? Okay. You can have a home team go up 2-0. So now you go back. I know, but we don't have a home court at this point. But um, yeah. they could do it. We just saw, you know what I'm saying? The team came back from 3-1 twice. <laughs> so, I mean, you typically I, don't I think see that. that block actually set the tone and just kind of deflated them. I think that took all their energy, all their momentum in that one block. And they just don't have it. They're just like, how, how, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't got it. They were rolling. Now they're not. Now they're just flat, super flat. So, yeah. So, so what you also had was the, the was that a goal t- goaltender? You know, what I'm saying you had was that more of just the, the way that the the pitcher the steel came in that the hand um, inside the cylinder. I mean, is is that or we just saying a block? I'm gonna just go with that was a good block, but. I think some people just took the photo of of the hand over top cylinder to say, man, that's goaltending. But I'm going to go with, nah, that's just a good block right there. That's good defense, you know. Craig G, what do you think? Block or goaltending? I mean, where he met the ball was not over the cylinder. With that force, it took his hand, bent it back over the cylinder. So, no, that's a great block. I like I like your detailed explanation. That was better than what I was going to say. I was going to tell the people to get the heck up out of here, man. Get out of here. That was great. <laughs> that was great. Like, you know, all the people that talk about that's goaltending, just, yeah, look, beat feet, man. Get out of here. I'll kick uh, rocks, pound um, sand, however you want hey, to say Boston fans, Boston fans, that's what that is. Somebody in oh, Boston okay. up there, New England, you know, crying and mad. So, um, y'all got enough chips. Y'all will be all right. So, um, on that note, this is Victory Formation. Let's take a knee. In current events, we have the family of Breonna Taylor reaching a $12 million settlement with the city of Louisville. The Louisville police killed Breonna Taylor, and hopefully this will be the first step in her getting her full justice we won't see this being uh, what we typically see as an instance where the family gets paid and then we go to the criminal and nothing happens. So this is the familiar setup. Hopefully we'll have something different. We have Brianna's law that they're, they're putting in, but we still have qualified immunity. So I'm on the fence on this one. And unfortunately 
it seems like it's the same thing playing out again. Um, what do y'all think? I mean, unfortunately, it looks like the same BS we always go through, where they're just trying to give the family some hush money. Here, take this, go away. We don't want to hear about it anymore. Um, it's sad that we've seen it happen like this so many times. Um, you look at what happened up in Minnesota with the, the police officer, Officer Muhammad Noor, who killed the woman, Justine, I believe it's Damon, and he was arrested. He was convicted, you know, facing or, or got convicted and is serving 12 and a half years. And then we look at Breonna Taylor. They're not even talking about arresting these men, you know? She's in her house sleep and gets murdered. And it's like, here, $12 million to the family, go away. Um, I think I did hear that they were trying to have her boyfriend uh, say that she was a part of something as well, trying to like, you know, ruin her name. It's like, come on now, is this the way the police operate? It's really crazy that they do that. They always wanna, you know, go after the victim. The victim did something to justify this, you know, raid gone awry where we killed this woman in her sleep. Where, you know, like I said, the white woman, Justine Damon, killed by a black officer, guess what? She gets her justice, you know? He's, he's convicted, he's in jail, and her family gets awarded $20 million. So it, it, it's a huge difference, and I don't understand how people don't see it and don't understand it. I got into it earlier in the week with a childhood friend that I grew up with who's now a sheriff, and he was speaking about the was the LA sheriffs that were attacked and um, pretty much somebody came up to their their squad car. Someone came up to their vehicle and opened fire. And he was trying to say that Black Lives Matter was promoting this violence. And it's like, where do you see that? Nobody's saying that, but they're not actually listening to what we're saying in our protest. And that's the problem. Um, so in his mind, by saying Black Lives Matter, he's saying that we're we're for the police getting shot, getting targeted, and nobody's ever said that. So it, it's really disgusting that someone would try to say that. And at the same time, on the same post, he has somebody saying, you know, all these people like Breonna Taylor and all the others that have been killed by police that, you know, they were resisting. They're always trying to justify it. And at the same time, he's saying that I'm trying to justify the police or the sheriff being shot. And it's like, I'm not saying that, but this guy's saying that, but you don't have a problem with that. So it's, it's, it's really insane how this works, but they don't listen to us. They don't listen to the protest. They have their mind made up and that's the way it is. He also said that I should go for a ride along. Like that's, going to do something like dude you're in uniform you you go take it off and guess what you're a white man you're not facing the same stuff that we're facing i told him he needs to come for a live along so he can see what it's like to be black and have you know the police that are supposed to be protecting you actually terrorizing your neighborhood and you know where your people live so it, there's a huge disconnect and um, this looks like it's going to play out like it always plays out hush money and Brianna won't get justice. Hopefully I'm wrong, but that's how it looks to me.
Yeah, and, and a couple of the points that you uh, brought up are actually related. So you say uh, in Minnesota with, with the officer um, Noor in Minnesota, his uh, reaction, his story was a couple cops had been ambushed in New York and a couple other places, and they had been, you know, in their roll call, had been told about this. So he was on alert for that. And he says he's in the car and the woman comes up. She called it in from what I recall from the story. She had called them over. It's in the middle of the night or whatever. She comes into the alley. He sees something come, boom, he he shoots, he fires. But he said he thought he was being ambushed. Now we know how they <laughs> play with that. His story wasn't good enough. And then the other thing you said, the juxtaposition, the contrast between 20 million and 12 million. So whenever we're saying equality and equal pay and everything and just saying let everything be fair we can't even get that you know what i'm saying so at one case two terrible situations um neither one of these women did anything wrong both of them died and then one got family got 20 million one got 12 million i mean and then also we see that he went to jail yet to be seen on that end but it doesn't look likely that that's going to happen so 2k uh we 12 million settlement um are, are we moving anywhere forward nah man i mean look that's 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 money and if you if you're in the, in the camp for you know reparations it's like yeah this is this is personal family reparations <laughs> but i mean come on man we all lost people as close to us in fact the the three of us can all talk about people as close to us I bet, I bet all one of us, all of us, would get that twelve million dollars back to get somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man! If you don't give me the money, don't give me the money. But in this instance, there's no going back. There's no amount of money that can bring the person back. But it's also we're trying to set a precedent so that you can't keep doing the same thing and getting away with it. And then saying, you know, you know, the the, the old adages, man, don't don't be on me and tell me it's raining. Like, it's it's the same stuff, and it's like you can dress it up in a different police department. You can put it in a different, you know, area of the legal department and say this and that. But listen, if the legislation is all changed, suggesting that there was clearly wrongdoing, then why are we not talking about the? wrongdoers why, why why are the wrongdoers not being held accountable and if not the individual wrongdoers because you can go bigger than that if you want to if you really want to you can say listen the officers who pulled the triggers were their wrongdoers but everybody who allowed all the stuff that was being done wrong in the first place are, were also doing wrong in the in the entire uh, chain so I, I listen I'm I'm with I'm with what Craig G is talking about is saying like listen, we've seen this before. Does it change anything? Listen, I'll tell you this. If there was somebody in my family directly that was of this magnitude, I know one thing. Going to work ain't a priority, but paying bills is. And so yeah, the money it's not the money, it's not like the money's irrelevant. But he pointed out the perfect contrast, 12 million, 20 million. Like, what is going, what, what are we talking about? And then, all right, now you admitted wrongdoing, so let's go ahead and go down that path. Now, I think we're gonna talk about that, what you were just talking about, KG, where it's like, okay, so if what they did was wrong, 
than the people who did wrong with the wrongdoers. How far can we go with it? Is there a precedent set? Is there, you know, is there, what, what did you call it? What's the phrase you used? I, I love it. Qualified immunity. Qualified immunity. So I love it because it works against them unless they, <laughs> unless they want it. And you know what I'm saying? Unless they don't want it to. If they don't want it to, it's, 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 it doesn't it doesn't fit like come on it's like you gonna go back in time and be like okay so this crime that I committed back then wasn't technically a crime so I know it was morally wrong we do know that right but by the way let it have been a dog not a human mm-hmm. being a dog mm-hmm. man certain people I'm not saying who they are but some people just go so hard for these animals that don't stand up for other human beings and it's crazy that's 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 the sickening part man yeah like I said hopefully we're there we're, we're I mean more support than what it's ever been at, at some point the, the, the net of it has to be somebody going to jail so until that happens, nothing new right now. We still status quo. $12 million settlement is status quo. It's 60% of what, you know, they got for a similar situation for a white woman. So, I mean, this is where we are. We're saying you're, you're, you're devaluing a black woman to 60% of that of a white woman. That's what that is. Those are the numbers. You can't dispute that. That is what it is. It is there. So we have that. So until we get to the point where uh, people are going to jail. That's what it is. And we talk about this allyship and everything. And that's the other point that's been here that hasn't quite been spoken on is that we're always here to support other people. Now, where the hell y'all at? <laughs> where are y'all now when we need y'all support? Now y'all supposed to be here kicking down the door for us right there with us. You know what I'm saying? So uh, until we get to that point, that'll be the change. Cause that's, that's the change that hasn't happened yet is that a black person is killed and then somebody is um and and more importantly what we haven't seen is that a white person killing the black person and they suffering the consequences for that we haven't seen that so until we see that that, that it won't be a change you know so that that is the change that we're looking for so that's where we at on that so brianna taylor 12 million dollar settlement for her family next step is to go ahead and somebody go to jail for that and not just let her you know what I'm saying? Say, okay, well, we did this. We got Brianna's law, but Brianna's law need to be a lot, a lot more things could be in there that, that we want in there. So even that is not is is not um, static and only here. We, that thing can be beefed up and improved and uh, and changed. Let me let me jump in here real quick. Um, we see time and time again where a cop or cops or law enforcement are killed, and what do the police do? It's an all-out manhunt. They're going for blood. But when the tables are turned, guess what? We're not doing that to them. And they still will try to say they're the victim. It, it makes no sense. Like, okay, you killed a citizen and you're the victim all of a sudden? How does that even work? Like, in your head. Like, seriously. It, 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 it makes no sense at all. I don't understand. 
Yeah, they they pushed a, a a message out for so long, and people hopped on it. I mean, you even I mean, we're we're, we're trying to end this, but you also had here was what you had with uh with Botham John. You know, you had him. This woman wasn't even on duty. You know, she she does get sentenced and goes to jail, but the judge is sitting here empathizing with sympathizing with her, giving her a hug. You know what I'm saying, uh, brother? <laughs> so it's like it's so quick, it's so embedded that. You know, this is what people are used to. So it's uh it's tough to overcome. You know what I'm saying? At this point, it's undefeated. You know what I'm saying? We can't give up. Uh I, like I said, we got the support there. We just gotta keep pushing through and it's difficult. So we're gonna leave it there and we're gonna move into COVID-19. COVID-19 has affected, you know what I'm saying, the world on a on a, on a global scale. But here domestically in the US, we're approaching two hundred thousand deaths and we don't have a a, a national response to it in order for us to you know what I'm saying be safe everyone go out and get back to normal as what everybody wants to do uh no nobody wants to have to go through what we're going through but we also want to get to the other side of this as quickly as possible and it seems like we're just dragging it on forever based on not being able to come together and agree on anything so um approaching 200,000 deaths Craig G Let's, let's look at leadership. Trump says China is downplaying it and not giving real details as to the, the number of cases, the death, uh, what they know about this virus. And then turns around and gets caught re- on recording saying that he's downplaying it here because he doesn't want people to panic. When all he's been doing is having people panic on these fake issues that, he, that he's come up with. These these Mexicans are coming up. They they got a, a, a you know a, what, is what happened to the caravan? The damn caravan the, coming. That car that Dodge minivan coming, man. They gonna come get you, man. They coming. They coming in the, in the yeah. Nissan Quest, Craig and Chip. They gonna... <laughs> yeah. This man is is throwing out all these things that he's made up. All these fake threats to the U.S. and and these people, his supporters. But yet he turns around and he's the one doing exactly what he claims China and other countries are doing. So what's going on there? Projection as usual, you know, so, you know, here we are. And um, this is on his watch. I mean, it, it needs to be the thing. I mean, we, we how many reasons, what what reason do you need? You know what I'm saying? What, what do you care right. about? Whatever you care about, he's probably screwed it up. This is, you know what I'm saying, being being one of them. I know I've been personally impacted. You know, um, I had my friend Sean, uh, rest in peace, Sean Boynes, uh, Dr. Sean Boynes, you know, he, you know, was a, a pharmacist, you know, lost to this. Another coworker of mine, Greg Thompson, uh, lost to COVID. So um, it's real and we trying to get this thing right and it's just this lack of leadership here. 2K? Man, this is this is crazy. When the when the when the when the ship goes down, they blame the captain. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't matter, don't matter all other stuff that's going down. Because we can look at all the different mm, uh, Say that again though. Say that again. When the ship goes down, they blame the captain. Mm. Yes, and and what's crazy is, I mean, like that's like a, it's such a cliched argument in my opinion, 
that I wouldn't even throw on somebody except for in sports arguments because it, it makes for good you know like we just talked about certain things in the sports sports realm where it's like alright well if it's not working it must be organization okay well our organization that we all are a part of is the United States that's that's the organization like that's the one we we all belong to and so it's the, the crazy part is I mean from a military perspective you got the whole chain of command which ends at the top which is the commander in chief but listen man this dude when Obama was in office was sitting there t- telling the world you know through his Twitter everything that happens is that's under, under your watch is yours you gotta own it but will personally deflect and has personally deflected I mean from the beginning to as recently as two weeks ago I, I didn't actually do that I didn't do that that was somebody on my staff. I didn't do it. What well, dog? <laughs> you the captain. This is the ship we're in. And yes, I said ship with a P. <laughs> but it, you could have heard it the other way and you wouldn't have been too far off. This is crazy, man. Like, everything that's happening right now is a, a result of poor leadership. Look at it how you want. But, I, I mean, I'm, I just, to keep the nautical uh, theme going... I can't get on board with this, man. <laughs> like, this is just, I, I, nah, I'm done with him, man. Like, been done, but I just can't even, I can't even get on board with anybody who's even saying anything that has anything to do with, let's hear him out at this point. Right, exactly. We, we've, we've heard enough. Bye, be gone. So, <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> related to that, we had the HHS spokesman, Michael Caputo, taking uh administrative leave or taking six not administrative leave i'm sorry taking 60 days leave uh after he promoted conspiracy theories i mean he had the heat coming on him um and these were conspiracy theories that uh the cdc and hhs (laughs) who he is the spokesman for that they were purposefully trying to um damage uh trump I mean, the president, it's like, come on, man. This is just, you know, so uh, ridiculous. This administration um, has showed us, you know, how bad things can be. And uh, here's another example. You know what I'm saying? HHS, you should be here for the public to help everyone. As you said, 2K, you know what I'm saying? We're all here together. We should want all of us to to be well. Um, But here we have the HHS spokesman um going ahead and trying to you know protect trump so i i, I yeah man I, these, these people are they're, they're traitors let's be honest um they're going against their own country they're going against their own intelligence agencies and they're doing it to hurt the people they're not helping anyone they're hurting the people and i mean two hundred thousand deaths come on now that's all right, what was it? The H1N1, the bird flu, the swine flu, whatever, when Obama's in office, uh, we we had a handful of deaths and they were like, they were ready to, to, to pretty much lynch President Obama. But then you now we're here, 200,000 plus is gonna be soon. And they're fine with it. They try to say that these these deaths aren't even occurring. They'll, they'll side with Russia with some, some BS they put out rather than their own 
intelligence agencies. They're going against them. I mean, they're just traitors. It is what it is. Yes, wow. So, I mean, if you, uh, you, you're a spokesman, you're, you know, uh, working for the people and your only viewpoint is you working for this man. <laughs> so whatever he says, 2K, you got to roll with that. You, is that how it rolls? Yeah, man. Sounds like a dick. Dictatorship to me. Um, I don't like anything about this. I, I'm, 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 I'm overwhelmed with it. My, my brain doesn't want to absorb anymore. Because I just have a certain amount of bandwidth that is allotted for things of intelligence, and then this right here does not meet the bandwidth. Though it just, it's it's crap. It's gonna get deleted. It's in the trash file. So I I'd rather just let everybody, everybody has heard the arguments on both sides. I believe, and if they're not gonna hear anything new from me. It's gonna be more of the same. So. I'm ready to talk about something else. I can't even dedicate any more bandwidth to this. So you want to roll with something else, but we, we had the Trump Town Hall <laughs> with ABC mm-hmm. News. So we so we had the Town Hall hosted by George Stephanopoulos, and it was independent un, or undecided voters, I think it might have even been. Undecided, independent, undecided. I mean, these are two things that kind of really irritate the hell out of me because it's really not that many people that are independent. I mean, me being one of them, I'd be able to set it like we want to be independent, but are you really like it's plenty of us that we want whatever we think that does for us to say I'm I'm doing whatever, but nonetheless, um, many times it's been said that you, know, you can look at what, what, what the numbers are. X amount of people voted. They either majority voted for this one, the other half voted for this one, and then these sat out and didn't vote at all. So it's like you fit into to these categories. You're not as uh, independent as you might think or whatever. But it was a it was a disaster. So uh, healthcare came up. Um, there was there was a woman who was there, a black woman, posed a question about the Affordable Care Act and healthcare and what was going on and the Trump lying, and that's what it is. We're not going to sit here and, and make it anything other than what it is. You know, Trump lying, saying, oh, he's he's got something, and he's going to, he got rid of the individual mandate. That was the worst part, and Stephanopoulos had to stop him and say, well, we asked you this before, and you say you get to us in 30 days, and this was a few years ago. Then we ask you again but we're still here (laughs) so here we are almost four years into it and we still don't have anything from you so um the the woman uh says now that she is not voting for trump um which goes against what i said but i don't believe that you know she she didn't know she wasn't voting for him beforehand like the amount of energy she took to get to that stage and you know they got to do some kind of research to even ask a question or something, right? To, to be there, so you had to do some kind of effort. So um, she says she, because of that answer, she's not going to roll with him. And uh, but it was it was it was terrible. It was it was pretty bad, you know. So it's not looking good for him, crazy man. For me, it's like who the hell are these people, and why are we giving them this uh, this platform? Like, it's like you're giving them power and these people aren't smart people. They're like, oh, I don't know what's going on. And you you going to cater to them? Like, get out of here. I don't care nothing about them people. They need to go somewhere. 
you're not feeling. I can I can understand that because I mean there's a there's a like I said they it's a little irritating because some of it I I'm going with I'm calling the bluff. You knew lady you knew who the hell you was voting for before you went in there. You ain't need, you ain't need to go there to to get that answer. You already knew that answer before he told you that answer. He already told you that answer. So exactly, um, it's like it's it's either they really had some serious issues or they're just lying. One of the two. Either either or I don't like either one of them. 15 minutes of yeah. fame, 2K. I'm saying they try and get that 15 minutes, though. I I hear you, man. But just in the interest of being fair and always and always doing things from a uh, we're gonna call it a perspective of being inclusive. Everybody doesn't get what we get, so we're sometimes giving people credit for things that they don't know. So I mean, look, the way I see it is, you're saying. That lady showed up and she already knew that because you gave her the credit for having common sense to know enough. But sometimes we give people credit for things that we think they know that they don't, though. It's like common sense is not all that common. My dad said that my whole life, he always said that. Common sense ain't all that common. And I'm sitting there saying it's a level of sense, a level of intelligence that we afford people that they do not always meet. We, we see it all the time. We call them out on it. Heck, Half of the stuff we talk about here is like, oh, how did you not know that this was not the right thing to do in in this situation? So we know that everybody doesn't have the same level, which is supposed to be that common level of sense. So yeah, dude, you talk about some fence sitters, <laughs> some people that just can't make a decision, they exist on the left and on the right. Heck, on the front and on the back. You got people that just can't make a decision one way or the other. All I'm saying is, yeah, there's some people that just don't know. But I do agree with you. If you don't know, when you got all this weight on one side, all this evidence on one side, oh, again, disagree with me all you want, but disagree. Don't come in here and say, I'm not sure yet, because there's too much evidence for you to not know. And by the way, you identify yourself. That's one of the things I've loved in the last four years. A bunch of people who have told me, oh yeah, I'm riding with this particular person. Well, thank you for identifying yourself because I wasn't exactly sure where you were for a second. But now I know. If you think that that's acceptable, then I know that we're not in the same place, dog. We like our morals, what we think is important. Nah, dog, we're not in the same place. So yeah, you put your, put your, put your, put your hat on. I'm not gonna say what color the hat is or what it says, what four initials it got on it, but put your hat on. But, uh, oh, by the way, Craig J, you made a great point earlier. You talk about protesters and uh, uh, being anti-American. Can, can we just never, ever, ever let them sleep? Never let them ride on the hypocrisy of if you don't like it, then leave. Why are you trying to change it while supporting a candidate who was saying, make America great again, which means change something. How can you tell me that if I don't like it, I need to leave running on a platform of, I want to change everything. It's, man, I haven't seen the movie Idiocracy in a while, except every day when I wake up. Like, it's crazy, man. 
Yeah, man, it's tough. So um, we're here less than less than 50 days out, you know, so um, we've seen it. We got a couple of debates coming, so we'll see that. Those should be interesting. I mean, I, those are even things that don't really make a make a decision one way or the other either. <laughs> you know, it's really, I mean, was the last time a debate swayed somebody one way or the other. But to your point, the defense sitters, the attention getters, is I, I like to call it, you know, just coming out here. I don't know. I'll get my little 15 minutes. Let me see here say, let me bars. ask you this question. I get, me... I give you bars. I give you bars for that. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not trying again. Don't don't know where it came from, but we're going. But yeah, we're um we're we're looking at that, and um that's that's where we are with it. So we we gotta you know push forward and go ahead and get them up out of there. You know, end of the day, that's it. You know, I'm clear. Trump gotta go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care if you're telling me you don't know. That's telling me you mess with him. And if you can't figure out that you why you shouldn't mess with him. <laughs> then you the problem <laughs> you the problem so it, it's that simple so we're going to keep it in current events and um 2020 i mean just has been a terrible year i mean <laughs> so we have you know another death to deal with so we have you know today as we're, as we're taping this right before we we got on uh it, it came out you know around seven or so this evening i saw it that uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg has died from uh, cancer, uh, pancreas cancer, at the age of 87. Uh, Ginsburg was appointed in 1993 by Bill Clinton. Uh, she was known for being, you know, in, in the court's liberal wing, consistently de- delivering progressive votes uh, on social issues, social issues. Uh, abortion rights, same-sex marriage, voting rights, immigration, healthcare, and affirmative action. Um, she was, you know, what I'm saying, pretty much a superstar. You know, uh, a small, diminutive woman, but still got there and hit her weights. And, and you know, we were all praying for, hoping that she would, you know, um, make it through. And interestingly, I was just at the barbershop a couple of days ago, and we were talking about this yesterday, Thursday. We were talking about her and I was saying the fact that you know she had was in poor health had a couple scares you know with cancer and you know in and out um and it was an issue in terms of the hurt not just her health but but the term limits for uh justices you know what I'm saying being these lifetime appointments and now here we are in a situation where we had with President Obama uh, Merrick Garland wasn't allowed to be seated his selection so now here we go with Trump less than and Mitch McConnell has already said that now he's willing to try and see what's going on so um, in terms of what we just talked about not knowing what to vote on and, and, and here you go <laughs> you have a Supreme Court that is going to be appointed and it could be another one you could have Clarence Thomas getting up out of there shortly and you know a couple others so that's always on on the uh on the ballot when you're talking about a presidential election Craig G yeah and it's sad that we lost her I mean it it looked like she was fighting a good fight against this cancer battle um but we see now it's very important that we do vote these are going to be judges that are going to be appointed and we already know Trump and the Trumpsters are going to push for some, you know, super 
right-wing conservative nut job to be, you know, to fill her seat. And when we vote, these are the people that are picking the judges. So we gotta, we gotta vote. Like you can't just sit back and be like, oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, it matters. It matters a lot. But we lost a good one. It's sad. Um, I know she had to be fighting to say, I, I don't want to go out like this with Trump in office because I already know the direction he's going to go in. So, I mean, it's sad for a lot of people. A lot of people looked up to her. So, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, RIP. Yeah, 2K, tough one right there. She, she definitely fought and, you know, was a fighter and, uh, you know, definitely fought this cancer thing, you know, uh, fought a good fight. Yeah, man, listen, I'm apparently the resident, like, crier or whatever, like, the last couple of weeks, man, like, but you keep adding cancer to the mix, man, like, just, come on, man, like, that, that, that just hurts even more, but um, focusing on the positive, I'm just like, man, listen, if you got somebody who's a champion, we talked about this earlier, and I, I, you, it's going to be a recurring theme with me. Anybody who's a champion who's going to be a a champion for the, the little man, as the as the expression goes, somebody who's going to be a voice for the voiceless, somebody who's going to speak up for people who cannot or don't have a voice or don't. I mean, we talk about athletes a lot because we talk about sports a lot, and that's sometimes the only avenue that these guys that these these citizens have to a world that otherwise they have no insight into and so you you talk about somebody who can just fight for people that don't have a chance to fight for themselves man you always gonna get my you always gonna get my support like and again I don't always have to agree with these people I don't always have to have the same fight. I always champion the same fight. But it's being the voice for the voiceless that is always going to be admirable to me. And she was that. So I got a text. I didn't even read the whole article. The, the text said, we lost RBG. And I was like, no. No. Not that not that her physical presence has to be here because she's done enough as from a, a stance of impact that we're going to be able to carry that on but you just don't want to see you don't want to see some people who are fighters go down just yet like we want to see them see the other side as well and so that's where it hurt me where it's like dang because I'm mad but we all got to go like I said, I hate to echo the same the same thing, especially over the last couple of weeks, where it's like we keep, we lose people all the time, people that we care about, people that impacted us, sometimes directly, sometimes indirectly. But when they impact all this other thing, all these other things that change stuff around us, man, that's 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 super deep, man. It cuts deep and it means a lot more to us. And and for some people, guess what? It's a power play. It's a political move, and that is going to try to make a <laughs> make a move. And unfortunately, that means there has to be moves made in the other direction. And that's something <laughs> we got. We got to do things that we weren't normally going to be thinking about doing to make sure that everything else is straight. So, you know, 
like you said, KG, we, we can control certain things and other things we, we don't have direct control over. But th- this is one of the big things, man. This is important. So if, if anybody's listening doesn't know, this is <laughs> this is big. Yeah, and, and affectionately, you know, called uh, RBG. So um, RIP to RBG, you know, Supreme Court Justice, she served us honorably and uh, we respect, salute you. So um, bars again, RBG. bro. Yep. Bars again, bro. Hey. You, you a poet. Hey, didn't know it. So there we go. <laughs> RBG. This is Victory Formation. Let's take a knee. And in hip hop, we had the latest verses, Gladys Knight versus Patti LaBelle. So we had, you know, the divas there, the, the just the classics right there for us. So we had you know, uh, the the Gladys Knight chicken and waffles. We had the, the patty pies, you know what I'm saying? Both of them can get down in the kitchen. Both of them got their different style and performing and you know what I'm saying, and how they do it. But nonetheless, we, we love it. Um, we had, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying, the greatest, the greatest performance that we've seen. The greatest performance that we've seen on Versus uh, put out there by Gladys Knight. Um, but it was just great to see the two of them, you know, go back and forth and uh, be there for each other. You know, what, 40-some, 50-some years of friendship, whatever it was they said, just uh, awesome to be able to take in that, you know, um, greatness and just just vibe with them. So, you know, the music that we grew up on and was able to, you know, see them uh, do their thing was remarkable. Craig G., you, how you, did you feel the, the 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 queens on there? Yeah, I got in early on it, and I wasn't impressed early. The early going, um, I had I had to turn away. It, it wasn't doing it for me. Uh, maybe I wasn't in the mood for it. I could probably go back later and watch it. But from what I saw, they started with some songs that that weren't uh, that aren't in my rolodex. I was like, I don't even know that song. So they hit me with a few of them. Um, I actually enjoyed listening to them talk about their sons and how, you know, they were pushed to do the verses. Um, I thought that was awesome. But yeah, I couldn't I couldn't get down with it. It didn't it I wasn't interested, I'll be honest. Uh, the songs I heard. KG. KG. Let me let me KG, KG. Let me let's 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 just school. Let's just go ahead and school them right now. First of all, <laughs> let me tell you how disrespectful. How could you be so disrespectful to to, <laughs> to this class, to, to 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 the class of the versus battles? One, but two, how could you ironically do it by saying those songs weren't in my Rolodex? How old could you be? To know what a Rolodex is. Do you realize how old you gotta be you know, <laughs> to say those songs run in my Rolodex, dog? First of all, songs don't even go in a Rolodex. Second, you gotta be 73 to know what a Rolodex is. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so you're tripping. But yo, know, I, I I I think I just revealed that just to you guys earlier tonight. I thought 
I don't know how you want to look at it. You guys can figure this out in, in, in post. But either Patty LaBelle was my mother or my mother was Patty LaBelle. Like, I grew up thinking that, like, my mother was like the lady at <laughs> the church. I mean, we went That's to, hilarious. We went to, I know it is. My mother, you know, you're in Temple Baptist Church in DC. My mother was the 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 hat lady, and I don't know if she was competing with somebody or not. I was too young to really know, but she never wore the same hat twice. We had a closet. Yeah, I remember the closet. You go in our front door, that mirror closet right there at the top was a whole bunch of hats. It's because that's when she wore them. She would throw them up in there, and they never got worn again. Though, like she was the crazy hat lady that could also sing. No, they. How is that not Patty LaBelle? And so, in my mind, at some point, I don't know if I was like seven, eight, nine, 26, whatever, my mother was Patty LaBelle. And then you're going to add the everyday nature of Patty LaBelle up there just cooking. Come on, man. Who mama didn't just cook in the kitchen? That's Patty. Who auntie didn't <laughs> hold just on, cook hold in on, the Chuck. kitchen? Your mom could sing like Patty LaBelle, is what you're saying? No. No, it's not like <laughs> I said my mom could sing. <laughs> I, said my, I said my mom could sing. So first of all, get out of my face with all that nonsense. <laughs> Second, of course, my mother could sing like Patty LaBelle. So get out my, so get out my face with that too. She was right. Patty LaBelle. Because she was Patty LaBelle. So see how you missing? That's what that's what happened when you're in a Rolodex, looking for music. Stupid self. <laughs> looking for music in a Rolodex. So anyway, as I was saying, we talked about cooking. Bacon, come on, the patty pies. The patty pies went viral. The patty pies went viral, and yeah, man, this is like the first leg of that. That whole thing of like, patty you had the old old fella up there just singing about the patty pies. And how many, dog? You, I know you stood in line. You went, you went to Walmart. You went to Sam's Club. Where you go to get your patty pie? Go ahead, tell me where you went. This is a few years ago when I stayed at uh, Fort Totten Square. The luxury condos over there. We had the Walmart in the in the basement or first level, and yes, I definitely got those pies. They were amazing. I actually thought they weren't going to be that good, and I had it. I was like, "Yo, I, I see what everybody's talking about. It's legit." And so, so good. that that's that's that's. Hey, listen, see here's the point right here, and then beside the point is what we talking about because this is the music. So I had to call my sister before the whole thing started and said. Listen here, do you know how important Patty was? She was like, you know, Patty was mama's favorite saint. I said, mm-hmm. mama was Patty. What you mean? But anyway, <laughs> I had to call, get my mother online, because you know, you it's hit or miss trying to get these these certain folks of a certain generation on that uh, <laughs> Instagram live, get them on a YouTube channel, get them on the Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Listen. My mother loved it. I loved it. I watched every second of that thing. I'm, I'm talking about from beginning to end, I didn't blink. I was sitting there cleaning my kitchen, washing dishes, uh, meal prepping for the week. I did all that. And then just took a road trip with my parents, got in the car or got in the truck. And first thing my mother said was, that was a good uh, battle the other night. I said, ooh, my mama said battle. <laughs> my mama's 68 years old, just talking about a battle. <laughs> She said, yeah, I like the way that Gladys was singing, though. I said, wow. She didn't switch from Team Patty to Team Gladys. But we was all happy. We listened to the whole thing. We started driving up the road listening to it. And then my dad vetoed everything and was like, listen, we're not about to listen to this old music. But 
loved it, man. Culturally significant. And by the way, Craig, there's no verses that you saw that you liked that wasn't impacted by that one, which is the other part. Like you said, you might not have been in the mood for it, but you know, all the ones that you did love, they were all impacted by that. And I know you recognize that too. Absolutely. There's no disrespect. I just wasn't in the mood for it at that time. Like I said, I'm definitely going to go back and listen to it. And like you, I also put my mom on. She was trying to watch it. Of course, she's not on Instagram, so I had to give her a little info, and a little guidance, <laughs> so she could pull it up on her pull it up on her phone. And uh, she did she you give her a drink? She watched it. Did you give her a drink? What was that? Did you give her a drink? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> a drink. But she listened to it. She watched it. She loved it. So. Yeah, that's what's shout up. out to Sandy. Yeah, no, nah, it was uh, it was, it, it was, it was like that. I mean, I, I loved it. I mean, the two of them, like I said, together. And um, Patty recently, you know, what I'm saying, in, in, in my household, you know, got, you know, introduced to before versus um, through a different world. So, you know, she was on there. She was um, Dwayne Wayne's mom. So, yeah, Miss Patty was that. It was Miss Patty was, was Dwayne Wayne's mom. Um, so on the end when they got married and you know, last too. season. Yep. So and Diane Carroll. Diane Carroll was um, was Whitley's mom. <laughs> so they, wow. and they did it. They, yeah. In the last episode. I don't remember um, that. Yeah, uh, Sophia got into it and watched the whole, she binge watched it like the last probably like three weeks. So she was just in there and watched the whole, uh, the whole series. And um, it came on wow. and, and they had, uh, they had them on there. And then I was like, all right, so here's the verses. She was like, hold up, that's your, that, but that's another story. Cause she watching Sister Sister now. So she's like, uh, wow. what's going on with, uh, <laughs> what's Jack A's name? Lisa. So Lisa and what's his name? <laughs> so it's funny. She oh getting... wow! Culturally, that's that's so deep, man. That's that I didn't even think about that, KG. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So when we, you know, it came on, they ain't watched the whole thing, but she saw a little. She peeked in, and uh, it was um. So I think numbers wise, we kept. I was expecting them to hit a higher number, but we gotta adjust because they on Sunday with the NFL. So it was like. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Y'all couldn't have picked another day. <laughs> yeah. like, and oh. and 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 their core audience it seems doesn't have uh, yeah, their core audience doesn't have the they up there with their flip phone like how how I watch the, the verse battle. The right. person right. with the what's the verse? What verse we on? Uh, right. Genesis chapter right. two verse <laughs> right. which one? No, like no 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 me That's not what we said. Right. So <laughs> Hey, I'll tell you one thing. When they brought out Dion Warwick, though. Man, yeah, that boy, you talk about an auntie cipher. Right. <laughs> right. I was ready. I don't care what they was doing. They didn't know the words. They couldn't see him. Right. They ain't had their legs sick or their body <laughs> on or nothing. No, but did you knew. did you see when Miss Patty got on them with her music? Well they didn't they didn't put her words up there. She said, I'll cut you now. I ain't they ain't gonna be <laughs> she kept it real. She was like, I don't know these damn words. This damn yeah, problem, song you 50 years ago. This song right. 50, 50, 30, 20 years. I don't remember these. Like, okay, well, Patty, we got YouTube clips. You didn't know them when you wrote them either, but right. that's okay. Right. <laughs> that's okay. We, we 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 here for the voice. Go ahead and bring it. 
<laughs> I was I was surprised to hear that Miss Gladys Knight had been performing since she was four years old. That was like wow. Mm. Yeah, I mean four years old. Amazing. You know? Amazing. Hey, didn't try, but again, for everybody who was who was a, a fan, seventy four years of performing made perfect sense. Look at these ladies in their late seventies. And one of them about to be 80 this year. Just out there blacking and not cracking. Boy, I tell you what. <laughs> no, nah, they, they, they did it for sure. And uh, that was, yeah, and I think they had a short turnaround on this one. Some of the stuff, some, I don't know what their cycle is, to be honest. I'm like, are y'all doing two weeks at a time? Then it was like each week, and then the day is, there's no rhyme or reason on this one, other than the fact that we know all right, be looking. All right, here's the verses. You know, something should be coming. Um, interestingly, and something I want to throw out there, see what y'all think about this, is they, I don't know if y'all saw this, where Swizz was throwing shots at Janet, Janet Jackson. So him and, uh, they did the, the live, him and Timberland, and Timberland was like, they was trying to say who could, you know, do a versus with Missy. And Timberland threw Janet out there. And, um, and he was like, you know, they, they get down, you know, they're good friends, and Missy's going to want to be there with somebody, you know, that she's cool with or whatever. And then Swizz is like, nah, Janet can only be Janet. <laughs> it's like, Missy could be many things, and Janet could only be Janet. It was just like, so that one where oh, I was just like, yes. are you serious? That's, 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 yeah, that's inaccurate. That's not, that's not accurate. Yeah, so there's, there's other levels of Janet, and unfortunately, I was on the I'm gonna brink of that. I missed all the like the real Janet, like Janet, Janet graduated me in a lot of areas, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Next, <laughs> but she was, but it was just crazy. And so, you know, the, the Janet, she might not have a hive, but she got she definitely got a fan base, so they was like, nah, they they spit some numbers at them. Swears, dude, you lunching. Are you serious? You know, I wanted like 17 number ones or something. And it was like Missy not in Janet class, if anything. It was like, if you really stacking up was what? It was like, nah, bruh. So um, that's what that's what he put out there, that he wasn't. Um, and they said uh, Buster with Missy. And she was, she said, they said Missy was in the comments and said no, talking about that's her, that's her twin. So the two of them, I would like to see the two of them. I don't know on the, on the visual part with the videos, they definitely that's were. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, groundbreaking. If that's your twin. Yeah, if that's your twin, then there you go. That's the perfect version. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Not the like, see, people don't know. That I, I guess we we keep we keep distorting the the version of verses that people want to see. Like who gonna win? No, uh, KJ, you said it best weeks ago, months ago, at probably at this point, the culture wins, dog. Like, come on, ain't no, who cares? I'm, yeah, I don't want to compare catalogs or performance. Right. That, dog, I got, in the, I got in the truck with my mother and drove 13 hours, and we spent two, three hours of it talking about something we both watched three, four days ago. Like, come on, man. Like, the culture wins, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. No doubt. So... We'll see who's up next. I don't know, but so far everything has been good. Um, and and salute to to Gladys and, and uh, Patty Labelle for um, 
putting that on for us. So we're going to uh, get into this next thing with Ice Cube, the contract with Black America. So Ice Cube put out the contract with Black America, and this is his uh, political thing that he's putting out there, which he wants to um, to deliver. So he's asking for Black Americans to not just vote, but to ask for something, and he's put together a contract, um, which is a play on um, in politics, which you've seen. It used to be, um, a lot of the uh, conservatives do this, the contract with America. I think you had Newt Gingrich had his um, contract with America. So that's a, a play on that. So it's just a contract with Black America and the things that he would like to see, you know what I'm saying, uh, for Black America to get. And then we're back to this withholding the vote. So um, I looked at it and, and tried to see and, and, and saw the video Q trying to, you know, explain it. And I didn't think he did a good job of explaining it. He went on some, you know what I'm saying, some some no tap is what I'm calling it. I'm not doing the whole tap, it's no tap. Cause it was really it, it was really nothing there. It was like we're too late in the game for this. And you're talking about withholding we're withholding our vote. And we know that, you know, he presented it, tried to clean it up to say, well, we're I'm 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 putting it out to both. So do you believe, Q, that Trump is going to give you anything? I mean, are we are we serious? We know that that's not the case. So now you're going to say withhold. So withhold means that you're confusing some people and some people won't get out there. So that's my concern um, is that this thing is too late in the game for this, whereas this is something that you put out earlier and then you could get even your primary candidates to agree to this because um, that's typically in the political process how it happens so um, you don't get anything saying you know uh, 60 days 50 days before <laughs> the election that this is are you going to agree to this they'll say anything to get your vote you know so Craig G the contract with Black America I'm not sure what, what Q was trying to do with this one I mean granted yeah we should ask and demand things for for us and our community and our family, but we're holding a vote. I'm, I'm definitely not down with that. And I think it's really, really funny that we see a, a lot of these people that are now, you know, going or call themselves the conservative Republicans, but they're saying, you know, again, what have the Democrats done for you? And it's like, all right, you're saying that the Republicans have done stuff? Cause no, they haven't, except for block the stuff that we've been trying to push. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see because that is a common theme. That's why I said it was kind of on that cue. What, what, what are you really? What are you really saying here? And he wasn't clear with it. And as much as we see uh, rappers and, and, and Cube is, you know, what I'm saying one of the greats. Um, you know, went into movies, saw the, you know, Cube vision. He has the vision, so I know he has it. So with this one. I don't know. Someone sitting sitting right with me on this one, TK. Something ain't quite sit with me on this one. So my question is this: Then I guess, and it's again just trying to be open minded, and we can we can make it the discussion if you want. But I mean, you're saying the only thing that you don't like about it is really the timing, right? Like you don't like the timing of it. Yeah, the, the time with the the timing of it and his phrasing withhold okay. this at this point because what the I'm timing, talking, because of what he's saying at this point okay 
Right. Well, no, when you say my issue timing wise is that even if he wanted everything that you put this out, do you really think that in this amount of time that you're actually going to get your win that you think? So you got to play this thing to win. I don't think that's a winning hand to come in right now and do that. That's what I'm saying. Cause looking at this thing, that's not how the winners play their hand. They don't play that way. So that's what I'm saying. I don't see that as being a winning thing. And then when you come in and you're telling black people you're targeting, I see black people being targeted again and being told to withhold a vote. So now you're telling us not to vote. We've already been told not to vote before we fighting you know what I'm saying, every day to have the ability to vote. And we've always, since we've been able to vote, you know, constantly been fighting that. So why would you come in here and say that? So um, I got to okay. keep it 100 and be honest and say, Q, this don't smell right. Puffy, Diddy, it sound like y'all over there doing that stuff with Kanye. <laughs> y'all, That's what it sounds like. Y'all are sitting here trying to distract us from what needs to be done because that's what I'm that's what I'm getting from it. Okay. Well, I mean here's here's what I can only the only thing I can offer and then I'm just looking at it trying to be just trying to be objective is if the position that is being presented to you is being presented to you from the point that the person came up with it. So the too little too late argument is nullified by dog this is when I came up with it you understand like okay if I just came up with it today you can't tell me it's too little too late why didn't you think of it earlier because if I came up with an, a unique idea that nobody came up with well then why didn't anybody think of it earlier so like don't don't give me that, right. that well, just well, from that perspective right well I would say this there's plenty of people who said that nothing in there is new nothing in there is original idea meaning that nothing in there um and this is not no this is not the idea that no idea is a new idea this is not what we're saying what what people are saying is that the actual um ideas that he had that he has in there have already been stated you know what i'm saying like but, even but, that, but, but there, there should be there should be by the way there should be plenty of people to say that because ain't nothing new under the sun Right, but no, but, no, but I'm saying, but we're not. Even but, it's, but it's a difference between nothing new under the sun and the fact that when you say, I his contract, those the the pieces that he put into it are things mm -hmm. that it's a, a a compilation. You know what I'm saying? It's an assemblage. Right. It's not things right. that were were here. It was like these things are already here. In fact, some of the what people are saying is that some of the stuff that you have in there you didn't even look at Biden's platform because it's actually on there. So that's what it says. That's what it's like. It, where is this coming from? So that's where some of us, we had angst with it and we were like, dude, what do you really, what, what are you really getting at? Because so the question is, so the question is, what's your real motive? It's not, it's not too little, too late. It's not, it's all you know, it's, is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So because I'm thinking, if you, okay. Because if you if you come into if you come into the game, I mean, this is what I'm saying. Oh, Bloomberg, you're the perspective. Bloom, the no, perspective. Bloom, Bloomberg entered the race too late. The, the the primaries had already started. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was like when you get into the game matters. So if you present this, and we're already okay. here. So in terms of an of an election, yeah, um, there's a lifetime, and 20, 24 hours is a lifetime in politics. But you're right. not going to get the change that he's asking for 
in this period of time. We just haven't seen it. There's no reason for me to believe that Correct. Ice Cube is going to put this out and push this forward and all of a sudden you're going to get them to sign off on it. And even if they sign off on it to get it enacted, the president alone can't do it. You know what I'm okay. All of this so, stuff got to so, be so, legislation. So the, so the next level of it then, I guess, you make it, you make you make a, good, a bunch of good points right there actually. But here's my here's my next question. What should you do if you are that person who has that information at that time? Should you just say, okay, I'm just going to hold that information until next time? I mean, let's just put it in your in, in your lap. You 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 KG, you got a platform right now. Somebody listening to you and you're going to say, hold on, wait a minute, hold on. Let me let me spell it out for you the same way. Because I want to spell it out the same way. Hey, look, I got information that can help a bunch of people. But my timing is not perfect. In fact, my timing is bad because I have political and business analysts telling me this is not the right time to put it out. What do you do with that information? Do you not put it out at all? Is that what you're saying? What I'm saying is the information is already there. None of it's new. The organization, the people doing the work, Stacey Abrams put the work in to get her stuff done. Her, her, her ultimate thing to get her elected was put in place beforehand that was there that's what i'm saying cube vision how did cube cube said he was there on um boys in the hood and john singleton mm-hmm. showed him how to do it and showed him right. hollywood and he he went from there okay he went and he started writing and then you have uh friday what eight years later or whatever it was you know right. you see what i'm saying so it was like the so it's process, not a nice turn around that's what I'm saying. So now you, you, this is not, you know what I'm saying? Microwave. You can't put it in, put microwave popcorn. You can't do it like that. That's not how it works. So you got to okay, put the work so hold in on. and it's a I longer term you. thing. That's I what agree I, with you. I agree with you. I just want, let's put this on the back burner for later on because um, we both know a dude that, um, that that's your brother <laughs> who's going to um, ask for instant change from a certain person like that and we know that it's not instant but when mm-hmm. when change does happen we don't see it all the time and we don't give that person credit I, I swear before I before I heard the uh, national anthem this week I heard the black national anthem in the NFL <laughs> and and that, that was instant that was like that that just happened in the last year but let's 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 table that for another week yeah, that's <laughs> we're gonna talk that, about that. We're gonna talk about that another week. I just want to—I want to make a note right now. Cause look at him over there, looking like Doctor Evil. Got his hands looking like a triangle. Look at him. <laughs> look at you over there. Just I wish, I, I wish, I wish 2K would say something. I got a perfect <laughs> line. I got a perfect argument line. Definitely. No, Craig yeah. G, you're on the back burner. We're talking about something else now. Moving on to the next. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll we'll bring it up at some point. So sure. um all, all all I would say is to Q for me is something don't smell right on this one. And mm. if and and something that you that he should be able to respect is prove it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> prove it. Be here again. Because a lot of times what okay. we see is people pop up in these cycles and then they go on the next. So it's like if you're if you're really about this, then be about it. So this should be your starting point and you you should have a vision 
cube vision that goes forward because we've seen that from you. So I know you're smarter than that, but this one right here yeah. don't smell right to me to try and tell people to not go out and vote. So yeah, that's, that's my thing that's going here with cube. So hey, look, I agree. I agree with you. And by the way, I'm not. I'm not on board with anybody telling somebody right now to not vote. I look, we we <laughs> we could we can mm, let's put all that on the back burner, bro, bro. We voting. I don't care if you vote in the wrong direction. You better say something because that right. way at least I can identify you. Again, put yourself out there. So yeah, yeah. Go ahead, let your bo- let your voice be heard. A- again, yeah. for me, what KG is doing, I've requested my mail-in ballot. And I will be hand carrying mine to drop it in, in in the ballot at the precinct. That can be done. You don't even have to worry about the mail. Pretty much everybody's doing that. So um, just something for I y'all to do. I still don't trust it. I still don't trust it. I'm a black <laughs> man in America. I'm a black man in America, dog. I don't hey, trust nothing. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm saying. So if you right. if you go there, I mean, you in Florida, the hanging chads. I mean, come on, man. We, we've been there. So no, before I mean, that, we, we I, only, I only voted in Florida for once. Hey, you, hey, you weren't there at the time. time. We understand. We yeah, understand. That's right. That wasn't me. <laughs> Chad, Chad, Chad was a different dude. I don't even right. know him. <laughs> <laughs> we understand, but but uh, we're gonna keep it there. So Q's contract, you know, with Black America, um, the things that are in there, I don't disagree with on that. I just don't think that telling people not to do it. So we saying, go out and vote. Request your ballot. Some people will be voting here. I believe, like any day now so um, right. we here we there we got uh, uh, everything else coming on and uh, that's it for us this is victory formation let's take a knee <laughs>